listening to Rick and I'm Chris. I'm Ryan. And we, this is a show generally we take a record of to the shelf and we give each other a listen and we get reviews, but today's actually different. Yeah, this is our first review episode. Yeah. Because the new Tame Impala album came out. Yeah, Tame Impala. very much into it. Yeah, Tame Impala's slow, uh, The Slow Rush uh, came out on the four, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. And uh, I've been trying to find it. Ryan found it. Uh, yeah, well, every, yeah, I had to wake up super early in the <laughs> yeah. morning. Every, I, uh, Went yesterday and just couldn't find it fucking anywhere. Right. Everywhere sold out. They're like, you can try the place. I'm like, but I've been to three other places. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'll get it soon. But uh, we do have a vinyl version here with us. We have my copy. Yeah, your copy. And I'm uh, super into looking at it. Um, so, uh, Tim Paul's last record was Currents five years ago. It came out. It's been a bit, but he yeah. hasn't... They haven't really slowed down. No, he's... the uh, Kevin Parker is constantly touring... Uh, co- constantly working with other people. Yeah, I think uh, that's what he's been doing mostly is working with a lot of other people. Just yeah, yeah. Doing stuff. Doing stuff, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Soul Rush, uh, been killing, like, dying to hear it. Um, let's talk a little bit about Sam Paul. When did you get first introduced to him? Like, maybe a year and a half ago. year and a half ago? Oh, really? Well, that's not, not first introduced. Okay. People have been telling me to listen to them for a while, but it was always, like, it, it was really bad, like, matchups where mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, I really like King Gizzard. And they're like, oh, well, this guy's from Australia. You like this? And it's like, it's not... Set, like, they're both psychedelic rock from Australia, yeah. but they're so different Spotify, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Or it'd be like... it's It was a lot of stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you like like stoner metal? Have you heard Tame Impala? And then I listened to it, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, Tame Impala, they're pretty interesting because they definitely started out as a psych rock band. Yeah. Um, and that is actually the stuff that got me into it is... I think I had the perfect, like, first experience, mm-hmm. like, actually listening through oh, yeah. Tame Impala. It was a super nice day. I just got out of class, um, and I put on inner speaker and oh. just kind of, like, went and, like, laid on the grass uh-huh. for the duration of the album. <laughs> and it was, like, the perfect weather, like, perfect vibe, and it was, like, it was, like, transcendental. Oh, yeah, just you're, like, like, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, listening yeah. to the perfect album in the perfect situation, it was like, yeah. what the fuck? This is awesome. Yeah. And then I've... I haven't looked back since, and now I love them. So I've been a fan since Lonerism came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that song that got me into was "Why Won't They Talk to Me." That song That's right there, That's it's a good song. But uh, but um, you know, I was super excited when Curtains came out. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Mm-hmm. And um, we'll talk. We'll talk real quick about um the first inner speaker. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, uh, I really like the psych rock vibe of it like it's a little oh. more like rocky uh-huh. than most of the stuff but it's still super interesting really cool yeah yeah uh Paul, they got that going for them at least their first records it's definitely just psych rock it's yeah it's a guy it's a guy fucking around guitar and then um so i, I quite like inner speaker too um my favorite though is lonerism really i feel like that's a lot of people's favorite but yeah, um, i don't like it very much it's it's when Kevin Parker starts to go to more, I guess, electronic phase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of the epitome of what he's doing now. Um, uh, but, I mean, I like Lawyers quite a bit. I've listened to that show on Loop plenty of times. So. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's still a great album. I think my... It's, maybe it's... It's probably just... A, per, it's a personal tasting. There's nothing against the album. Uh, yeah. He does a lot of harmonies that give me, like, Beatles vibes, I guess. Oh, and it yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's it doesn't exactly. quite feel... He does some really interesting like stuff musically, but um, I don't like his vocal lines as much yeah. on that one. I was I was definitely thinking Beatles all the time. Like Kevin Parker, he is, he sounds like a Beatles guy. Like his vocal harmonies, oh yeah, are just that uh, Beatles, but washed in 
Yeah. Yeah. Back out, you know? <laughs> um, and then uh, Currents came out. Uh, I was really split on Currents when I first listened to it. Oh, because that's when he did the that's like, electronic. When he, basically, there wasn't a guitar to like the third song or something. Yeah, I love Currents. Oh yeah, I, I love Currents now. But when I first got it, you know, like I was like, what a what the fuck is this? Like, like, right. Um, and so like most like once you sort of acclimate, because you know if a band doesn't evolve, they kind of they kind of don't do anything interesting. Yeah, and I think that's why I like Currents so much is they had two like kind of like psych rock. Rocky albums, mm-hmm. and it's like he could have just done another one of those. I bet oh, yeah. he could have easily done another one of those. Yeah. Um, but if he wasn't feeling it, then he shouldn't have done it. Now you get Currents, which I think sounds really cool. He's adding something interesting to this kind of like electronic pop genre. Yeah, and like he he does a really good thing when it comes to changing the way you look at a song, mm-hmm. maybe mid song, or uh, even just a second listen sort of stuff. Uh, there are only a few things that. Um, that make me realize on Currents, which is like a song called Past Life, which is not even a song, except for just the chorus part. It's him describing what his routine nowadays, like not in great detail, but he sees someone in his rear mirror, which is, he calls his past lover. Oh, yeah. But, but he says it in a Austrian accent, past lover. <laughs> and then it's like, it goes into this like, past life. And then, but it's like, it's a weird song, and I'm like, come oh, Right. I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> but um, I love the opening track. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It does a little, uh, it does a thing where it, like, it kind of gets stuck almost this, on this like sample loop. Yeah, yeah. And then he builds on that, and I thought that's really cool. I heard someone describe uh, Tim Paul's music. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll say sample heavy, but it's not like he makes the sample as in like, like people want to sample his shit that he makes. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, from I was reading reviews of this one before it came out. Mm-hmm. I think he's starting to get more inspired by like sample based stuff, uh-huh. but he's making his samples, <laughs> so it's like he's playing his own samples in a sample thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really interesting to think about it that way. Yeah. Um. It, I I I don't want to talk on this too much, but the, the they're on uh, they're on Universal, right? That's that's their label. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. They're on, I think, it looks like Interscope, oh, which Interscope. I think is part of, it is part of Universal. Okay, so Universal, uh, for some reason, they like a Jack of the Price on vinyl, and oh Tame God, Paul, ridiculous. Tame Paul is no exception. Their vinyl is pricey. That's actually why I don't own Currents. Oh, yeah? Because every time I go in, I'm like, oh, I really like Currents, I want to get it, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, it'll be like $40. Yeah, yeah, For and I remember when I got Currents, I, w- I didn't come on download card, and I was real fucking on download cards then, because I, I still have an iPod. I right. still I still use it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I was like, I, I emailed <laughs> David Paul is like, uh, they're, they're, um, I guess they're like your company because they, they, you know, they have questions, contact this. So I, right. I, I sent an email and they sent me back a link to a download server to download all the tracks. Cool. So, <laughs> so I had to pass for them to get me download codes, but the. Of course, I, I was like, I wouldn't have spent 35 bucks on this if I knew it was any download of it. Right. Well, in the same vein. after tax. Yeah, no download card. No download card. (laughs) But, I mean, we can look at it real quick. It's it's got some really cool stuff. I love the art Mm -hmm. on it. Like, just this, like... It's, uh, really colorful seems, house that's full of sand. Looks, it kind of looks like a, like a classic rock record, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think this cover is going to be as iconic as the uh, the last few. Like, yeah. you can see cur- the Currents cover anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, even Lonerism. And I saw that as a background on your phone at one point. It's still, it's still <laughs> yeah. is. I, like, it's a great album cover. This one's 
cool, but I don't know if it's going to take off as much, but it does give a good sense of the vibe. I do want to mention that my favorite poster in here, my favorite show poster, is that Team Apollo poster right behind you. Yeah, that one's really cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's just red on the back. This, so I looked through this the other day. It has the worst uh, thing that I've ever had included on a, on a, in a record. Okay. I'll show you. Okay. Uh, inside you've got Kevin Parker just kind of wandering around. Yeah, we should mention that this is all Kevin Parker's, Parker's um, music recording project. Yeah. He does all the music, all the uh, all the uh, instrumentation. Live, though, it's a band. It's St. Paul. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, another doorway full of sand. Mm-hmm. Sand dune. Yeah. Uh, blue. Kind of like a light baby blue yeah, vinyl. Yeah. Uh, it's got it's got the oh it literally has uh, C on there to show what side it is because I can't I can't imagine like I have so many records that they don't mark what side what is yeah and you're like okay when we find the lyrics for this so I know which one I'm listening to does not include lyrics oh does oh is that the thing you're talking about so it doesn't include lyrics but it does include this uh-huh. which is the same picture that's on the inside <laughs> here yeah but also they folded it they folded like what. Four inches, yeah, why five would inch? they do that? I guess they want to, they're like, here's a poster. I'm like... But like, now it has a big crease yeah, in it what that f- ruined the print, so I'm not going to use it as a poster, so it's useless. <laughs> no lyrics, um, but then just another house full of sand right. and a like a, a darker red vinyl. So if we can, we can, we can definitely say the most interesting thing about Tame Paul is not their lyrics. Right, I I couldn't even tell you a single Tame Impala lyric. Yeah, yeah, like it's generally about being lo- being lonely or, or yeah. sad. <laughs> I think I think the theme on this album is time uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, having enough of it, not having enough of it, rushing, right. things like that. Um, I mean, we'll still look up lyrics while we're listening yeah, uh, to absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this album's this album's cool. This one does fall under kind of the currents, the same vibe of currents. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did peek on it. I did listen to it once on Spotify. I've listened. I've listened to it probably three times. Yeah. But it's been like I'll turn it on, While you're and then it. someone will start talking to me, and I gotta turn it down. <laughs> so I've maybe heard like three songs. Yeah. Uh, at work, I had to hit the pause button a few times. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is up with this file? That sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of it's it's a pop record. Yeah, yeah. But it the way the best way I've heard like pop music described yeah. is it isn't about making like interesting music but it's about having like interesting timbres like the way stuff sounds yeah 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 i think this is interesting music and interesting sounds okay um but yeah that i think that's a good way to kind of like set the vibe it's like if you're going into this expecting yeah you know some like like if someone tried to give it to me saying this is like king gizzard <laughs> yeah um, you'd be like what the fuck are you talking there's about? no like crazy time signatures anything like that but there are a lot of interesting ideas so uh the thing about kp when he was making between currents and now he told people he wouldn't be like max miller which mm. is which is just this prolific pop songwriter right like no one knows who he is but he's behind everything right that sort of thing and uh after listening to this record i'm like he's not doing a very good job of being too mainstream because i, I see got, we say that but he's probably gonna sell out sprint center when oh, he comes through right? in July. yeah i've been thinking about buying tickets for that yeah I'm, I might do it tonight. I don't know. I'm considering I might be out of the country. Oh, or yeah. Or I might not. Where? No. Maybe Argentina. Ooh. For what reason? Uh, study abroad for my nice. Spanish degree. Oh, shit. How long would you be there? Like six weeks. Oh, nice. Nice. Like, yeah. a, like a semester. Not yeah. a semester. Yeah. Half a semester. Half summer a semester. semester. Summer semester. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be fucking baller. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, oh, also, shout out to Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> 
who <laughs> he uh he came into the body shop I work at yeah. and saw my record store bag mm-hmm. and and then we talked about the podcast and he oh, told yeah. me some cool music to listen to. What did he tell you to listen to? Oh god, I gotta remember the name of the usual how do you really put me on the spot? Here? Sorry, pal. I, <laughs> you can't say that and then no. <laughs> I uh You texted it to yourself? No, I looked huh. it up on uh, Spotify. Useful Jenkins, that's what it was. Okay. I thought it was Usual Jenkins, but it's Useful Jenkins. How, how are they? Very good so far. Okay, right. I like it. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, where'd tame. you where'd you pick this up? Mills Record. Company. Mills. Mills. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Was Judy there at the time? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because every time I buy something, she always mentions what I'm buying. Like I bought a Black Midi record there last time. She's like, "Ooh, my favorite record of 2019." Oh, nice. And I was like. Maybe cool. you just have good taste. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, thanks, Judy. But, um, all right, yeah, so this is uh, Tim Paul's The Slow Rush. Uh, we're going to give you about 10 seconds ago. Uh, this is on Spotify. I'm like my, my buddy Valentine's record. Right. Um, this is on Spotify, and um, we'll see you in about 10 seconds. So that was Tim Impala's Tim Impala. Tim Impala's The Slow Rush. Which okay. that, that reminds me... Uh, one of, so another thing that you and I had in common was liking Tame Impala. Yo, I yeah, think yeah. the first time I met you, I talked to you about Tame Impala. <laughs> you were wearing a Deaf Heaven shirt. We were at an after party thing, and somebody was just putting Tame Impala songs on over and over again. Yeah. And it was right around the time I got super into them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's fucking cool. They keep playing Tame Impala. You're like, I love Tame Impala. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're so cool. So one thing I want to mention about the record when we notice is like, Wait, is it 33 and a half or is it 45? Oh, yeah, right off the bat, we we were like, oh, cool, they marked what side is which. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't tell us what speed it was, and each side only has three songs, so I'm sitting there yeah. like, oh, fuck, is it 45 or is so it 33? You and I, we have a lot of records that go back and forth between them, you know? And so, you know, when you first get a record player and you have that uh, ability to change studio, I was like, I don't know, this would sound like super fast or yeah. super slow. <laughs> Dude, but- I have so many records that... Don't tell me what side it is. Uh-huh. Don't tell me what speed it is. And sometimes they change during it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said there's one that side that was 33 and a half, one side that was 45. Again. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> why do you do that? Keep me on your toes, man. <laughs> but, uh, that, hey, I'm not blaming the band for that. I'm blaming whoever put the record together for that. I know. And it's, it could be much worse. It could be much worse. It could just be nothing. It, it could it could just not exist. Oh, yeah. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but one thing I really liked about this that I forgot to mention mm-hmm. ahead of time is uh, Tame Impala has been releasing singles for what? It's been like six months now. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer. I think. I mean, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Something like that. Like whenever Borderline came, uh-huh. out. I think Borderline came out maybe in like August. I think yeah. it was around my birthday. Um, since then, he's been like consistently listening to the album mm-hmm. and updating it. So the yeah. version of Borderline on the album is different than the single version yeah. because he was working on it up until it went to press. Because he's like, oh, I'm gonna. I want to boost this. Like, he's just hearing new things he dislikes or he could change. Apparently, he had listening parties with friends. And while listening to the the mix he did, he's like, I need to change this up. I need to do this to I need to do that. Uh-huh. Like, he tinkered with it. And so I, I can't imagine what it feels like for, I mean, I, you know, there's something at some point where I'm like, okay, fuck, I'm done. Like, yeah, I, can't, I can't look at this anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, this, is, this is what it's going to be, you know, whether it be I'm fucking with a riff or I'm doing whatever it is yeah there's a point where i can say i'm done yeah i don't think kp can ever say that he's he's pretty good about i watched an interview with him where he's like i need to know when to like step back and get this thing released Mm -hmm. otherwise my stuff would never get released yeah which 
there's another Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Shields, who does not have that instinct. So it takes, what, 20 years for a new My Bloody Valentine album to come out. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I used to get them mixed up for some reason, Kevin Parker and Kevin Shields. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you know anything about pop culture, Kevin now is a word you use for any asshole. Is Kevin? Yeah. Like, what happened to Chad's and oh, Tanner's? Ch- and... Well, yeah, Chad is more of a incel thing to use. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Kevin's just like my asshole co-worker, Kevin. Is Kevin the Karen? Yeah, Kevin's like the Karen. But, you know what? I, I'm trying to think of like the most cool guy name. And if I had to guess... It's what Skyler. It, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, all the Skylers you know are pretty badass. Right? Well, it's the best name that's ever existed. It's a cross between Tyler and skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Kyle. Like, do you know shithead Kyle? Yeah. Okay. There's a couple shithead Kyles. <laughs> Kyle's the Kyle's the name Kyle. I think has the most range of like you get some cool badass Kyles, yeah. or you get some Kyles who are like, God, fuck Kyle. I also think like like also yeah. I, my name got confused with Kyle a lot. Like oh, yeah. Ryan looks a lot like Kyle, so I have this bias against Kyle. So oh like, yeah. Fuck you. I'm gonna. I got called Kyle the in my entire second grade. <laughs> That's year. weird. Yeah. <laughs> you looked like a you looked like a Kyle guy. Okay. Kyle and Ryan look similar. R Y A N K Y L E. You know, I've I've seen pictures of you recently without the beard and the hair. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's what he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> under this mane. <laughs> uh, All right, take the ball. <laughs> so, um, the one of the like was pretty obvious by looking at the cover. Of this is about the passage of time, right? Yeah, for sure. But he has a weird way of. He has he, he defines static a lot like uh, staying still mm-hmm. and then living is uh, opposed to each other. But he also has a weird way of doing that because it it sounds like he wants to stay static at points and then wants to keep moving at others like like back and forth. Like why can't we stay the same? Is a lot of like yeah, lot but of, I don't know if that's him wanting it or more just like commenting the, on it. Yeah, like this is an idea I had, but it's not conducive to actually living yeah he um i don't uh, like for example in the last record you know that song yes i'm changing uh-huh the a lot of songs a lot of the themes in that remind me of that song when it comes to uh the content of it oh for sure yeah like you know sort of like like you know are am i i love you now but i can tell that we're going different places yeah but and he i what i really like on this one yeah and it's it's kind of a new theme with stuff coming out of like the music he's writing and the lyrics he's writing are, I guess, accurately reflecting what's actually happening in his life. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you get bands calling out Blink-182 once again, where it's like, <laughs> these dudes are, like, 50 years old singing about what it was like in high school. Yeah. And it's like, how long can you milk this shit? It's been 40 years. Like, it's been, I don't know how old you are in high It's been 30 years since you've been in high no, school. I'm thinking about 1990 30 years ago. crazy and they were probably out of high school by the time time so it's like they keep writing songs about high school and it's like stop and then you get this and it's like it's very accurately reflecting his life or like um he just got married to to a girl named sophie yeah or uh american football oh yeah yeah. they released two ep or two lps after coming back after a while and And it was about being older yeah a lot of people were complaining like oh it's just like old dudes singing about stuff and it's like do you still want these guys to be singing about yeah. the summer after high school? They haven't been there. Yeah. They how do you get real lyrics uh, out of that? The 2016 Menzingers record, which I just got by the way, um, and it's I'm like a you know in high school I couldn't listen to enough punk rock, right? Yeah. Now that I'm 
However old I am, I I listen to a lot of stuff. But I bet the now name, that I'm redacted, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I listen to Minziger's record, and there's a lot. The first song, it's basically now. What, what am I going to do? The twenties are over. Mm-hmm. Now I I I'm no longer in my twenties, right? But but mm-hmm. to hearing that, I never really. I, I'm not that kind of guy that when I turned thirty, I was like, oh my god, I'm old. Yeah. I just I just think I'm old now. But, uh, <laughs> but they. They hit on something that a lot of people feel. Mm-hmm. They're getting older and fucking knowing it. Uh, you know, you can't fucking uh, you know smoke weed and play Xbox and reach off your girlfriend at the same time. Right. When you're 30, you gotta do something. I didn't do any of that, but um, right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Tim Paul, yeah, uh, Kevin Parker is writing about what's happening to him and being married and uh, or getting married or contemplating getting married or yeah, any of that. That was kind of honestly originally kind of a big hang up for me on this album is like i'm i'm going through it's like oh god he's happy <laughs> what about what about songs like eventually yeah. i like that like stuff that had more like stinging kind of like sadder lyrics or yeah i don't know stuff that i feel like we see as like more honest uh-huh. because it's like oh, oh i'm being real and yeah, shitty cut but it's myself like, open and here yeah. i am bleeding for you yeah but it's like you know happiness is like an actual like real emotion yeah yeah like even if it's not the most interesting to us like like for example we'll see a movie and it looks all happy like why the fuck we want to see that there's no conflict here but there's there's still conflict happening in the album but yeah it's it's definitely kind of like a weird transition where you're listening to a lot of like his older lyrics where he's like i i just keep coming back to eventually because i love that like that song just about like breaking up for the the good of both people like yeah. we just do not work together yeah and it's like i know this is gonna suck yeah but hey eventually eventually <laughs> it's gonna get better like what's happening now sucks yeah uh but yeah you don't really get much of that on this album you get more like i'm happy i'm gonna stop thinking about the past uh, it's it's cool it's very very optimistic album about the passage of time which yeah you don't like, usually get. and I, I wrote down just drifting because that's a lot, yeah. of, a lot he talks about just sort of moving through or sad that he's not moving through, or upset that they're not doing this thing they've been doing over and over for a year, yeah. whatever. It's been five, I mean, by five, five years since Currents, and, I mean, this feels like a natural progression, though. I, I think so. Well, uh, let's let's look through the, the tracks themselves, then okay. we'll kind of give our general, I don't know, you want to give scores on this one, or maybe like a ranking amongst the other yeah, albums? Yeah, it's, it's a good change, though, over the past next couple weeks of listening to right this. well we i'll i'll give my ranking amongst their albums okay right. later on not okay. right now let's yeah. go through the okay starting with one more year uh was something i found out through this whole record is kevin likes to do those boom bap drunks boom bap yeah like, you know like so i don't know this is some boom bap i like the way it opens with you got these like echoey vocal it sounds yeah. like somebody yelling through a fan so, so uh a little trivia uh-huh. um kevin called that uh, Gregorian Robot Choir. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you want to talk about a pet peeve of mine? Oh yeah. Uh, Gregorian chants are only chants that were written down or ordered to be written down by Pope Gregory. But there's other plain chant music that people call Gregorian chants, and it's even not. though it's plain chant, but it's the same thing. So Gregorian chants and plain chants are the same thing. Oh, so you're. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> You're like, fuck. But people are like, oh, it's Gregorian chants. Like, well, that, uh, actually, it's, uh, it's plain chant. <laughs> I'm sort of, like, I sort of wonder about how you know people used to write down music. And, like, how did someone decide, decide this is what B sounds like? And that's B. How did they assign that? 
You know? Like, yeah. But then, you know, it's like sort of like how long did someone say a second is, you know? But then they... You break it all down far enough, it's all incredibly arbitrary. Right? Yeah. Like time and <laughs> Tame Paul talking about time. <laughs> um, this, oh. this record is really the first one, I think, where he has a married outlook on things. Like, you know, uh, to me it said, yes, I'm changing kind of outlook, but uh-huh. that, I got that to realize, yes, I'm changing the whole thing. Like, just sort of like, because he, he has, and this is me, me projecting him, uh, it sounds like he's a fear of commitment. A little bit, yeah. I mean, he's he's made it this far without Not marrying really. or committing to anybody. But I, he has that line, and I think if we're going back to like those kind of like biting, those really like real kind of biting lines of yeah. just like, I know we promised we'd do this till we die, and now I fear we might. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, just like, oh shit, yeah, oh, damn. Yeah, he got in there. <laughs> but I liked. It's it. a good song. It's a good song. I like yeah, it. It has a really cool like bass synth sound. Oh yeah, and the first thing you got this record, just groove. Like there's, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of groove. groove on here. There was one weird part though where like he breaks down how a calendar works. Where yeah. he's like he's like, Yeah, it's fifty two weeks, <laughs> seven days each, and four like, seasons. Yeah, yeah, you're like, Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like like like, like <laughs> I feel like he was trying to do something that he didn't normally do, which is like sort of like like what he'd do if you were alive and like, like sort of trying to say things and you're like I was like, I was like, this is a little weird. I can move mm-hmm. past it though. It's a, it's a fine song. Um, I think it's uh, as an opener, it's an okay opener. Oh yeah, yeah. I think all of his other albums have better openers. Oh yeah, let it happen. Like sort of like oh, let it happen. Like dude, so good. It's thesis of the record, man. Like yeah. like yeah, like Which the thesis for this one, I don't think hits until side two, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I do like that the opening track is called one more year and mm-hmm. the final track is one more hour like that, i like that. that that has to be yeah it's obviously on purpose yeah. i don't know i i just think that's a cool little cool little thing a little meta yeah right. uh, but then we get to instant destiny instant destiny obviously about finding his spouse <laughs> like like the, there's not a whole lot of lyrics in here that's dissect it's pretty straightforward yeah you know? uh the i thought the music is really cool and i like it rewards you for Hugo, you itch. Yeah, hey, dude. <laughs> Hugo, come here. All right, so, sorry my dog scratched himself, and I know that showed up on the mic. <laughs> he's, he's just making noise. Yeah, it's a destiny. So. <laughs> uh, I thought the music on this one was really cool, and it rewards you for listening really closely, oh, where you yeah. get these like little scent things. They like, come in there, yeah. They'll sneak their way in, and yeah. you're like, oh, wait, that's the... There's that's a lot the, of stuff little for the sneaky scent. moves in this record. Yeah, uh, I and, think this one is, as a whole is it's a grower not a shower oh for sure where like the more i listen to it i think i'm gonna appreciate it a lot oh, it, more but I, on first glance it feels it feels kind of basic yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to um it's kind of hard to uh, this is what's talking about ranking like this could change to my least favorite to my newest favorite to it's i feel like there'd be lots of parts of songs i can't yeah. um you know for example like if i'm a, in the uh car with my wife and we're listening to something I'm like one second and then I hear that part I'm like okay now we can, we can talking again but like I gotta hear this part <laughs> yeah yeah like I don't know if you're the same way you're like like this part makes the song for me oh no usually I just put on music that I can turn down because we just end up talking okay. in the car anyway <laughs> there's a song I'm gonna bring up another band called Pity and Fear by Harvey Danger and there's literally like a second that makes the song for me nice <laughs> <laughs> like uh but um yeah, we'll get to that sooner or later, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't know if I'm nerdy about any band that's Harvey Danger. And everyone's like, that flagpole Citadel band? I'm like, yeah, that band. 
But like flag, they they say that like flagpole sita is a bad song. No, no, it's and a great flagpole song. Flagpole sita fucking rules. It, it's a ripper, yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> but um, but um, they have two other records that fucking love. Anyway, um, um, I don't really like the chorus on this one. Yeah, I can I can definitely. It's to me, it's almost. I don't want to say it's a filler song, but it, to me, it's it's definitely like oh, I wrote this song and I just did. It. <laughs> Honestly, by this point on my first listen through, I was kind of like, ah, oh, shit, weak opener. Yeah. Second song's kind of meh, and it's like, oh my god, I got, what, 11 more songs to get through, 10 more songs? Yeah. Like, I really hope this thing doesn't suck. And then... We, and then Borderline yeah, hits, and, and I'm like, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> so, um, Borderline has this thing, like, he changed it up a bit, he trimmed it a bit, which, uh, I think he could have trimmed it more. Yeah, the chorus on this one... It's, it's, it's a long chorus. And it's weird, it's just... It's very, it's very like repetitive, and it's you know, a, but, but a catchy lot like uh, the chord progression. Yeah, but. yeah, it's catchy. That's the problem, though. I don't know. Like, there's the other thing I know is between catchy and good. Uh huh. This will wiggle its way into my brain, and I'll hear the calm response type chorus. Yeah, over and over my head, and then I might decide I actually like it. But right now, I'm like, I don't know, man. I I just think the chorus is too long. It would have been fine if it was shorter, but I feel like this is. Uh, there was a scientific study mm-hmm. that um, they looked at how often a line is repeated in a song, mm-hmm. and that directly correlated to how much money it made. Wow. And it was the more you repeat something, the more profitable your song is. And I feel like <laughs> Tame, I feel like Kevin was like, I want to make a fuckload of money. Yeah. <laughs> I just repeat. He was like, please, no, please stop. Apparently, he says that he bought his house in Australia with a million he may have that song, Elephant. Elephant's a great yeah, song. Yeah, it's a great song, yeah. Anyway, there's um, nothing like Elfin on this record, though. But I noticed, I noticed that about this point, it was like, man, he kept, he keeps like mentioning a lot of locations. Like yeah, he yeah. mentioned Miami yeah. on the first song, and he mentioned L.A. in this mm-hmm. one. It's like, all right, he's kind of all over the place. Which, if you know he's from Australia, it's like, oh, he's but he's, he's mentioning beachy places. Home. Yeah, but he's still he's still far from home, and I mm-hmm. feel like this song is about that of just like you're going into a new strange place, like at yeah. the borderline or the threshold of jumping into something new yeah and then dude oh but i also with the with the chorus yeah um (laughs) it's it's already not very good and it goes on for too long but it does do this thing where like the bass pops in and that that really kind of helps it a little and i wish they would but i wish they would like crossfade where it was like i wish the vocals would fade out and the bass would fade in and that would become the focus but that that really kind of saved the song for me because yeah yeah once you hear if that, that bass didn't come in oh my god you like you really just gave it halfway didn't you man yeah um, but but the song is it has an insane groove and it's very danceable oh yeah yeah the a lot of these songs dare you not to dance on this stuff yeah yeah my fiance uh, likes to drag me to clubs so oh this if, would, this would if be... I don't at some point in the future dance to a Tame Impala song I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> Okay. But that's side one. That's yeah, side, side one of the one. album, and it's kind of a weak side one, but I, the rest of the album makes up for it. Yeah, Posthumous oh. Forgiveness, dude. Easily the most personal song I've ever heard by, by, by Tame Impala. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it also has like three parts to it, or like two parts to mm-hmm. it. It's it's really um interesting. Now, all that it's broken up, it's like he's dabbling a bit in like, almost, I want to call it like progressive pop. Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get this like progressive vibe of like, it's kind of slow and sad in the first part of like he's talking because it's about his 
dad who died, but they also just didn't have a great relationship. Yeah. And now that he's dead, they can't have a great relationship. Yeah, and he can't show. Like, and apparently, he died before he was able to. You know, before he rose to stardom. You know, yeah. Like, like he was apparently he was recording his first record when his father probably passed. Dang. Yeah. But you get the first part where it's like he's almost like mad at yeah. his dad. It's like you didn't give like that you had no chance. You lied to us. You did all this stuff. And then you get this really, really cool part where it's like he's kind of riding this chord for a little while. It reminds me of that middle section, Let It Happen. Yeah, yeah, Where it's kind of like, think like it's skipping. Um, And you get this like change and then all of a sudden it's like, almost like wanting, like like he's forgiving him after he died. Posthumous forgiveness. And he wishes he could share these things with his father. Yeah. Which is, it's it's a... uh, it's kind of a heartbreaking song. Yeah, but I think he says something about um, everyone has their demons. I have mine too. Yeah. Just kind of this like, you know, maybe I understand yeah. what you did. Like, it sucks and it affected me a lot. But like, you know, sure. I I really think this um this might be my favorite song on the record. It's up there. It's definitely in like my top two or three. Mm-hmm. It's um. I it's, think I said when it came on, like, this is my favorite. And yeah, then as we listened on, I was like, well, hold on. <laughs> uh, I th- also, it's uh, one of the things he released before the record came out, um, this song. Mm. Uh, this was one of the four singles that found their way out there. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, this is the third or the fourth. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great single. I mean, it's a, but it's definitely not going to go on the radio. I don't see this hitting the radio in any way, shape, or form. So I, should, would love, I would love to see if this hits the radio uh, because it kind of gives me hope for the direction of pop music. Oh yeah, if it sounds like this one, because you get you like it's kind of a weird structure, weird style, like weird stuff happens, um, and it being a single from the album, mm. like I would love to hear this on the radio and see how people react. Because like if this is a successful song, right? Are we gonna start hearing some more interesting stuff within kind of I mean, how, pop music? How often do you run the top forty? I don't know. Not yeah. all, every time my phone dies or I'm driving a car that's not mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, there. Uh, my wife has three presets. Um, the Buzz. Mm-hmm. And then that 105.1 rock station, which plays the weird shit. They'll, they'll have, like, they'll have like Lincoln Park and then Blink-182 or fucking... Like, they play, like... I don't know what the station wants to do with it. I don't know if you listen as to As far it. as I'm concerned, the radio has played the same 20 songs <laughs> since the 90s. Yeah, and, and then there's Top 40, which I hear now then and that... Kid Tampaw was on the bus, just saying. So you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think one time I turned on the radio and Elephant was playing. And I was yeah. like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into this. And then they played something else. <laughs> um, but it's like I've got, uh, I think I've got NPR on my, I'm trying to remember what all my presets were. I've got some Spanish radio station, uh, but they tend to lean really hard on like religious songs. And um, I'm listening to it. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I go listen to some fucking Shane Company ad on another oh, channel. Yeah, I always call the guy the Crypt Keeper because he has a weird voice about it. He's like, like he has like a, a rich sort it's of... It's deep. Why doesn't that dude get into voice acting? I know, right? Like, he'd be great. Actually, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like he has like a little bit of spit caught in his throat. <laughs> like, it's like that point between like nasally voice and like a throat voice yeah yeah it's weird yeah yeah uh, i think it's a weird voice but i definitely know that i have a friend in your business yeah <laughs> um but i uh, didn't buy my ring from there though <laughs> no uh i think don't they have a i thought they had a weird scandal lately or people coming in to get their rings resized or clean and they were stealing diamonds off i of think them? i don't know was that shane i can't remember who it was uh don't sue us we yeah don't. please don't sue us i don't remember who it was <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't know, my, my, my uh, ring's titanium. I asked for that, though, so. Um, I think mine are going to be made of wood. 
Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. You make sure you get nicely lacquered so it doesn't like. I mean, expand. if I. Oh, what, it's just a wood ring. What yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Is they do break, and then at a certain point, I can just combine all my rings together oh, into shit. one dope ass wood <laughs> ring. So this this is actually the second ring I've gone through. The first one, the, the black part actually tarnished off. Oh damn! And so I got a different one that's like a matte finish. I don't know, but my wife's like, "Do you want your ring?" I'm like, I don't really care if I get your ring. And I'm just like, "I'm gonna get you your ring." So now your ring. Uh, but <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> breathe deeper. <laughs> breathe deeper. So this is um, what I read is this inspired by ecstasy. Okay. Mariah Carey in the Neptunes. Right. <laughs> I also, I think I saw a bit on there. It was like the introduction of the track of it was about, um, uh, like, just like, oh, yeah, you know, just like breathe deeply, do stuff like that. And I was really worried going into the song. It's just like, oh, okay, he made a bunch of money and he thinks he's a, he's a spiritual advisor now. Yeah. Which it didn't turn into. No, no, it didn't. Which I was ha- like, it's, there's something about songs where it's like when people reach a certain level of success, they stop understanding what real life is like oh yeah and then yeah. he's like oh why don't you just breathe deeper this is the answer man i have it <laughs> well that doesn't fix that i'm below the poverty line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i do like this song it's groovy and then it falls away into the when the verse it's actually kind of sparse um yeah. it's it's the least amount of sound you hear on the record it, besides the song stopping <laughs> like yeah. it's that is the verse of breathe deeper which i actually really appreciated um I felt like this song was, we were mentioning it earlier, like the thesis statement oh, yeah, of yeah. an album. Like, I don't think it's the best song on the album, but it's like the vibe of the album is... Oh, all like, throughout this song, yeah. there's the, He fits a lot of ideas into it, this yeah, song. Yeah, it's like if I wanted to say like what like the general vibe of this album was, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, listen to Breathe Deeper. And th- this also, as the song that made me think about it, that how he's different between living and moving. Like he has different, like I said, he has an interesting idea of difference between living and and then not living because mm-hmm. he wants to you know a lot of times saying another year another hour yeah uh, and I want to do this thing we've been doing but is that living to him it doesn't sound like it I don't think so yeah although there is a, a synth progression on this one that reminds me of that one 80s song I can't remember the name of <laughs> um d- d- no shit I'm thinking of crazy frog now a little bit of that and the other one um but it has this weird outro at the end of the song that it sounds like the record skipped into a different song for a second and then uh i thought that was the end and then it skipped into it made the sound like skipping into a different song yeah so i started writing down about like oh tomorrow's dust the next song on the album but i was like god damn it it's the same song no no, it's just it's just a different part of it they just stuck in there yeah Yeah. but it ends like like he goes hard into like electronic music he he, he's like borderline techno on this one people call this like modern disco and i can only hear that at certain points yeah it's not as egregious as that uh Daft Punk album. It's also Random as, Access Memories. And it's also not as egregious as the first song off a of Reflector by Arcade Fire. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like, this is straight up disco. Why is disco coming back? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Reflector, but it's definitely not my favorite of theirs. Yeah. Do you, do you like Random Access Memories? Not particularly. A lot of people really like their arcade. And I, I had a friend who went up by when I went with her, and she said she was like 40 bucks, and she's like, never mind. I mean, it's so expensive. I don't know. That album's not that long. No, it's not even that good of a record. No. Like it's fine. It's I think fun. I think people are like oh Daft Punk are coming back. I think that's what people are excited about. It. You know, like they're not all they're not excited to be up all night to get lucky. 
I know. I mean, neither am I. <laughs> um, uh, so then we actually get into Tomorrow's Dust yeah. after two false endings. And this song, basically, this is this is haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, I don't. I, I, th- it's got a weird thing going on. I got a haters gonna hate vibe from. It might be time. Yeah, yeah, it might be time gave me a more haters gonna hate yeah. vibe. Although this one gave me like a don't dwell on the past or like a don't like maybe like a you know, be more active. Don't create yeah. regrets. Like, hey, like if you're doing something don't do something now that you're gonna regret later or don't do do something now so if you didn't do it, you wouldn't regret it. Something, all <laughs> those like, just do and it, something. And then three lines about climate change. <laughs> yeah, which hey, yeah, I mean, do something now, or yeah. you're gonna regret yeah. it later. Um, but this song, it, it doesn't really. Oh, it starts out kind of slowish, sort of like a Spartan station, and that it takes the first verse and the pre-chorus to bring everything in, and yeah. then it just stays. It in. has acoustic guitar at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Is this the first Tame Impala song with acoustic guitar? I I, don't, I, I can't remember another yeah. song before. It, it, this is one. It's the first time I actually remember hearing guitar on this record. Yeah, like I can hear a little like like little jangly stuff and a little uh, disco sort of shit. Like, yeah, I think it's popping in uh, earlier in the album as like a sample. Yeah, he yeah. Has. So he's playing it in like an electronic way, but I feel like this one is like that's not a sample. He, this dude playing the guitar. Is that a cool? Uh... Cool outro. It has. I like the outro where like it sounds like he's secretly recording a phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I can't quite understand. And we're, what they're like, saying. What, we were like, is this airport? Is this a locker room? Like, like... yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Lonerism. He does that. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he's recording just kind of like an outside environment. Uh, the bass at the end is really cool. Oh yeah, the, you get a cool. If we can say anything about this record, the all the bass is pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it, at one point, it has this like. Funky little conga groove, yeah, yeah, conga groove and then the that background. comes into like just a even more less than conga, but it adds on to that bass conga because I was thinking I actually wrote down conga, yeah, with or just guitar, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. like, it it gave me like a tiki bar vibe. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to like a the secret tiki bar that's in town, and I'll probably hear this song. Not Charlotte's still You're not gonna go there with the tiki. No, I'm gonna go to a Tiki Cat. Okay. in Westport. Do you think tiki sales went up after or bef- after Charlottesville? Or down? Charlotte's... Oh, Charlottesville, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully down. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, that's a weird thing to have as your year, like the thing you did. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And then we get to probably my least favorite track on the album is... Uh, on Track. On Track, which I do really like the chorus, and I think mm-hmm. um, it is nice uh, to hear kind of like an optimistic song that doesn't sound like i hear a lot of like happy optimistic songs that sound like a call to arms yeah, yeah. Almost, if that makes sense where it's like people are like you do you you're yeah. amazing and this is more just like like a laid back yeah optimism which i really appreciate the thing i thought about this song is um it's the most unmistakably tame and paula song mm-hmm. i've ever heard like 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 you'd hear this and you're like, oh, is this new Tame Impala? Like, but is it Tame Impala by numbers? Uh, like, does he have a color by numbers book Tame Impala version, and this is page four? Because to me, this was like, I'm like, this is Tame Impala, but it's not 
peak Tammy Paula. Yeah. Yeah. This is a deep cut that no one likes. Yeah. It's <laughs> I don't I don't really like it. I'm not saying it doesn't have its place in the sequence because I I feel like the sequence was played around with forever. Oh Ke- yeah. For Kevin sure. Parker, say what you will, but he he is still a believer in the album. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get, so you got to have a certain flow. Yeah. To how it goes, you've got your faster songs that maybe lead into a slower yeah. one. They're, and there's they, a, there's a science behind yeah. it. Uh, but then we get to probably my favorite on the album, mm-hmm. which is Lost in Yesterday. Yeah. And I feel like every Tame Impala album has a song that has just like a killer bass line. Groove on, heavy. This song is groove, groove Yeah, groove on heavy. Currents, it was The Less I Know, The Better. Yeah. It's just a really cool bass line, and this one is built around that really cool bass line. But this also has a thing you mentioned about, like, the guy who's successful has all the answers sort of feeling to yeah. it. Because it's about making those uh, bad memories. Replace those with good ones, man. I said <laughs> I said there are lines on this album that are going to show up in quote-unquote inspirational Facebook posts. Like, if they call you, embrace them. If they stall you, erase them. Yeah. If it haunts you, face it. And it's like, that's just a that's a Facebook quote. Well, what's going to happen is I'm going to see that and I'm going to put in the comments, Tame Paula." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like it's still a still a great song, um, you know, about kind of more about the time passing and moving on, but more so than like moving on, because I feel like moving on has this idea of like almost like a forgiveness or forgetting about it, but it's more like you grow from what you have and you like push forward. And what did you think about them referencing Groundhog Day? Nothing wrong with Groundhog yeah, Day, although I, it is weird. I There's feel, a I quote. Feel, I feel like this song that that's a movie that keeps getting. Talked about even more and more as years one as a classic. I remember coming out people liking it. All right, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a really interesting idea where you sit there and think like, well, what would I do yeah, yeah, if yeah. I could do that? <laughs> but it's interesting that he talks about Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. a movie that people are nostalgic about. But he has a quote that is, "Nostalgia is a drug to which some are addicted," and it's like this song is like decidedly anti-nostalgia. And then you nostalgically reference something. And then, yeah, and we get into the more the little nostalgia later on the record. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really dig the outro to this. Um, but the part of okay, what I wanted to get into about this song is also is it he he talks about like sort of like I love you now, but well later. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, you can't do that. Like that's yeah. that's a cop out. Like like it's like it's like. Yeah, today I love you, tomorrow I might not, but you had to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, that's on you, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you're the shitty person for thinking that way. <laughs> uh, but then there's uh, Is It True, mm-hmm. which is the next song on here. Uh, very danceable. Yeah. So danceable. Yeah, yeah. I dance to this. I don't really have too much to say about this mm-hmm. song. Um, the outro they do, does another just like, it's a huge change in the song. Yeah. Where, like, you're sitting there listening to it, and it's like, if I didn't have the lyrics pulled up, I would assume it was a different song. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good outro. I mean, like, I'm, glad, outro. I'm glad he's fitting those little ideas in there. Yeah, uh, this one apparently, according to some of the trivia I had read about it, was written in like eight hours. Oh, yeah, he said he didn't want to spend too much time on it, right? Yeah, which yeah. is like... Hey, that's a fair way to look at it, right? It is, but like, if you're going to take five years to do an album, yeah, I mean, and you your big to... thing is you spend a lot of time with stuff, like... This, the song's not bad. The song's not terrible, but it does kind of have this vibe of like, yeah, maybe we didn't spend a lot of time or on this. Or maybe he was like, he was like, I'm done. This is it. Like, I did. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he perfected it. Yeah, maybe he did. Right off the bat, it yeah. was perfect. Uh, and uh, like the next track, maybe it was time. And it might be time. That's my favorite song on the circuit. So is it might be, be time? Yeah. It's uh, more stuff about time. Um, 
This has a like we talked about this earlier, but uh, it has a strong Beatles groove to this song. I feel uh-huh. like yeah, like the like I noticed it all throughout Tim Paul's, especially the way he sings and his melodies. They're really Beatles esque, you know. Yeah. Um. So, uh. But I, I, both you and I, we we're fine with the Beatles. Whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like hate them. I think a lot of people are very. Uh, a lot of think people think they're the end all be all of music in general. <laughs> I don't think they're the best band that ever existed, but I do think they're important. Yeah, they are important for sure. But yeah, I'm not gonna deny the importance of the Beatles, but. I don't like them very much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, another track about time. Uh, but this one had some of my favorite lyrics about yeah. just like, uh, you get this worry about like whether he he lost some sort of spark that he had with yeah, wrote like how, currents. Or how KP like. guys grew back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like uh, the second Austin Powers movie yeah. where Fat Bastard steals his mojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So KP yeah. KP froze himself, and some guy came in and. I wonder what he'd think mojo. about us calling KP like that. Do you think he'd be into it? Probably not. Yeah, I, I, we're not I, friends. Yeah. we don't know him. But. I, Yo, KP, what's up? Like, yeah. uh, John Darnell of the Gatton Goats. Uh-huh. He's fine with people calling him JD. Okay. Because uh, I, I went and saw them once and I was in, like, the second row. Uh-huh. And uh, well, I guess the guy who's touring with them came out there. He's like, hey, JD doesn't want to see your phones when you... He doesn't want to sing your phones. He wants to sing you, Jimmy. Make sure you keep those away. And I was like... I mean, I hadn't planned to take my phone out. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But I do remember, I went to a Tara Mello's concert once, mm-hmm. and the guy standing next to me was obviously looking them up on Wikipedia and going like, is that, is that Nathan? <laughs> and uh, it was the guitar player, yeah. uh, Nick Reinhardt, going like, no? <laughs> it was so weird. That's that's the worst phone experience I have, is somebody on their phone is just like, oh, well, you must be Nick Reinhardt? Yeah. He's like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I've had people uh, call me by name before, and I'm sure I've never met them before. That's happened several times to me. But I'm also really bad with faces and names. I'm great with faces, uh-huh. bad with names. But um, if I see somebody in like a new setting, I always like forget how long I've known them. Oh yeah. A current thing has happened to me at the moment where somebody is talking to me between classes, and I'm pretty sure the only time I've met her was in one of. Not even a full Spanish class, a single Spanish class. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, do I actually know you? I'm pretty sure I only know you from that one Spanish class, but we're talking like yeah. we know each other. Uh, I've, I've, I've hated it when I've met people several times and I don't remember their name. And I'm hoping somehow it comes up. Like, listening for their name. Like, yeah, like, I, I see you waiting for me to say my name yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I look around, maybe there's something in your backpack, maybe you're going to be like this, but, like... Uh, That's why you always introduce yourself first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People seem to, like, I I feel real bad when someone's like, hey, Chris, I'm like, hey, I can't say the name back, because I don't know it. So what you do, the trick, yeah. is start referring to yourself in the third person. Oh, yeah. yeah. And hope that they pick up on what you're doing and refer to themselves in the yeah, third person. Yeah, get in on the joke. Okay, I'll get back to it. Uh, the song has really good drums. Uh, the wee-woos are yeah, fun. I know yeah. you were concerned about kind of like the alarm-sounding wee-woos. You're yeah. like, I bet I would hate this at any other moment. Yeah, but, but they I, work perfectly Yeah, they're this great. Song. And, uh, this well, song also has another false ending. Yeah, the false ending, I fucking love it. I yeah. really do. Because I was like, ended, and I, I remember when it came back, I was so pleased to start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, like, yes. I thought, 
Uh, it was another one like, um, uh, what song was it? Uh, Breathe Deeper. Yeah. Where like it was going to do like another outro in a different style, but no. then you were like, Ryan, no Glimmer started. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> different song. So Glimmer is not, it's kind of a song, right? It's an interlude filler yeah. thingy. It's also like, kind of like a comedic part about it, but like the, the bass make everything better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, crank that bass up. Uh, but it, I feel like it's the person who's talking is almost commenting on what someone who doesn't know what making music like is like. Okay. Um, like, Cause like, you get the like, Oh, you want to make the bass sound good? Crank the bass up. You want to make the bass drum sound, the kick drum sound good? Crank the bass up. And the guy's like, no, it doesn't work yeah. like that. And, uh, and I feel like that's part of the creative process. Is just like a lot of people going like, Bleh. maybe this is uh, from Kevin, uh, Kevin, Parker? Yeah. I already forgot his name because we were calling him KP. Uh, from Kevin Parker's perspective of like, a lot of people are like, oh, you're going into pop music because it's easier. Think- All you do is crank the bass and you crank the bass and it's like, no, it's it's not that. I know Kevin Parker, he does want to do pop music, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's doing a place for money or, I think it's just the music he loves. Yeah, just whatever. Make, make what you want to make. Yeah. If somebody doesn't like it, like... It's going to be hard to please everybody all the time, mm-hmm. but you're at least going to keep making interesting music if you're following what your inspiration yeah. is. I feel like there's a lot of bands out there who have kind of like gone on hiatus or broken up because they can't keep the interest of their original fans by doing the new stuff. It's like, well, then look for new people. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. This, if this isn't for you, it is for you. But Those old albums still exist, yeah. and you can continue listening to it. Yeah. Particularly, I'm thinking about the band The Sword. Okay. Their first two albums were great. Yeah. Awesome, kind of like classic style, like heavy metal albums, and they kind of went into kind of a more jammy, like 70s vibe. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, I really don't like this. But I still think it's good music. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh, I want the old stuff. I want the old stuff. And the newer fans are like, I like the new stuff. <laughs> and then they recently went on hiatus. For good, probably. Yeah, I yeah. don't think their new album did as well as they hoped it would. And it's like, yeah, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a metal album, but it was, it was a fun thing to listen to. And then, we uh, had, well, more a little more about Glimmer. Okay. Um, I don't think it's the best interlude Tame Impala's ever done. Yeah, they do. I mean, they do. They, it's it's a weird, it's a weird thing to keep it separate. I guess the best way to put it. it Maybe it's just sitting at a weird point in the album. Like, it is because it's separating. And, but the because there's no other filler and, tracks. Yeah, but even like uh, looking on the internet because it says it knows everything apparently. Kevin Parker said it's the most dear of his songs. So I think he latched onto it and was like, I need to put it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I It would have been fine in like the middle. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Splitting yeah. it as like a, splitting the album as like a part one, part two. But with it being here as the second to last song, I feel like it almost removes one more hour from the album. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't put a filler track before your final Yeah, before your, the finale. <laughs> it's like, throw it in the middle somewhere. Like, I think that was just a bad decision on uh like album order yeah it's still it's fine yeah it's a fine thing there i think um a grow current right? current has better interlude oh. tracks yeah yeah at okay. least just more interesting uh, and then we just get to one more hour one more hour and uh it starts out quiet and sort of stays that way <laughs> yeah it gets that little uh 
piano chord. Yeah. While we were listening to it, I wanted to say it, but it was already a little past the moment. I kept thinking, I see a little cinderella <laughs> up a man. Actually, but this song sounds like something that came off of Wonderism. Yeah. That's that, 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 like, that, to me, I was thinking this could, this would fit fine on there. Uh huh. Um, and it's another song about the passage of time. It's sort of a how did I get here sort of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, sort of like like he was sort of following what it took as him as a person to get where he's going. And then he brings in stuff about, you know, relationships, which mm-hmm. I think every song on here is about. Besides, a little bit. Yeah. There's a little bit of different kinds of relationships. But this one's also has a big component of, like, not losing yourself in the passage of time. Because yeah. it's so easy just to kind of, like... Let time slip away and be content. And I with think a th- lot of stuff. I think this one actually has a nostalgia element to it. A little which, bit, yeah, yeah. Because um, when you think about your path, you obviously look back at those times you brought up there. And you know, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of nostalgia, but mm-hmm. I think all of us had that problem of falling to that trap. Yeah, where we're you know we are not living in the present. Um, that's the big thing now. Like nostalgia is the big thing. You get the remakes of the movies yeah. you have nostalgia for. You've got all the those properties m- you have nostalgia for. You all the all those memories. Funko pops. <laughs> like, yeah, the member base. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nice. I, there's just something weird about nostalgia where I feel like we're as uh, just a society or maybe a generation are so much more nostalgic about stuff right now and it might just be because things are so shitty now like yeah like hey movies suck music suck like everything just kind of sucks now it's like remember when it like wasn't as shitty when you still had that that thing when you're a kid like i'm gonna be able to grow up and buy a house i'm gonna grow up and be a power ranger yeah yeah like all these things that you wanted to grow up and be now you're like well i'm still fucking kind of struggling here yeah um i mean i i'm incredibly lucky to have all the things i have and yeah I, for sure I, I check my privilege every day, yeah. but but um, but it's it's strange that we're like, for example, I do a new podcast, and the and the middle part and the uh, part of it is news, mm-hmm. and half the news are about sequels or remakes. Yep, and I get so fucking irritated when I hear it. I'm like, I don't want even want to hear, but don't fucking tell me. Yeah, like, don't tell me about the Ghostbusters thing or Stranger Things it, season four. Yeah, I, I just. I want to see something cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, like, I did what? Birds of Prey last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you plan on seeing it? No, not really. Yeah, wait till video. It's got some fun parts to it. I don't know. <laughs> I, need to see, I need to see movies, but it's like, you get you do get original stuff like Parasite. And, oh, yeah, Parasite. I mean, great. Lighthouse I just watched recently. <laughs> I'm watching through Star Wars right now because I'm dumb. But... Well, no, you love Star Wars, right? I... I'm fine with Star Wars. Yeah. I think I understand what Star Wars is. Yeah. Uh, I don't put it on a pedestal. Oh, but... yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not the... It, it's a fun movie. They're fun movies. Yeah. But I'm started with the prequels, and I'm, on, I'm doing the Clone Wars TV show, because I'm watching everything like in oh. chronological order. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I really think... I'm not immune to nostalgia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this song? Fine song. Good song. Yeah, and yeah. It, it sort of loops it with one more year. You yeah, know, I, yeah, I love the connection with, like, the titles, the track titles. So, should we rank it? We can. Well, we can talk about it a little bit yeah. uh, more in general. Um, it's, I throughout the album, I'm kind of sitting there thinking, like, is there such thing as being, like, too ethereal? Like, I feel like a lot of, it's, it's Walls very... of synth through this whole thing. You're, you're floating the whole time. There's yeah. a part where you're on the ground. It's very floaty. 
um, where one thing I really like about Tame Impala is he he will kind of hit a groove every mm-hmm. so often, and I feel like the grooves in this one are far and few between. It's yeah. kind of a nice vibe, but the problem is it is the middle of winter, <laughs> and it is dingy and cold here, and this is a very summer, relaxing oh, yeah, yeah. album, so it's the 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 tone yeah. is off. For, I'm just still snow on the ground right here. Like, like, I'm freezing my ass off. <laughs> and I'm just like this album's so warm. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it would have been a great summer release for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Not saying that it needs to be a summer. To, to, to me, I'm just so uh, I'm like a moth to like anything warm at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, not the other team Paul records do have a what I like to call walking turn, mm-hmm. which is they sort of hit a groove and you're stuck in that. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. I like sort of knowing where I'm going. A lot of this record it has some of that. But it also, like you said, you're floating the whole time. It's yeah. a, it's floating on this record, so it's a very like coherent album. Like it's all, it all seems like it's one kind of thing. He was in the same headspace oh, for the whole album. This so. is definitely a record. This is not yeah. like a collection of songs. I'm not saying there's wrong with collection of songs, but you and I both are pretty big fans of the the. I'm just gonna sound so pretentious. The art form of the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but. Uh, as a ranking throughout mm-hmm. their whole discography, I think it probably ranks at the bottom for oh, me. Yeah? But not in like this is a bad album kind of oh, way because the four albums they have are amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Inner Speaker, Currents, Lonerism, this, and I think uh, my issue, I guess, I say mm-hmm. that with air quotes because I don't really have too many problems with this album. Yeah, is it doesn't really do anything the best. It's oh, like yeah. if I wanted to give you their best psychedelic album, I'd give you Inner Speaker. Yeah. If I wanted to give you their best kind of poppy electronic album, I'd give you Currents. Yeah. I don't think this is better than Currents, but it does sit in kind of that pop realm. Yeah. I in all their records they've done they're both all pretty good. I would I wouldn't say don't listen to Slow Rush. There's oh, some... def- maybe listen to Slow Rush if you're already a fan of yeah. Damon Paul. This oh, should yeah. not be your introduction to I have Damon I have a feeling that it's gonna be everyone's introduction to Damon Paul. Oh, that's fine. Then. But and I talked about this with um with the the Corkett records with Marion. Uh-huh. Tam Paul, they're fucking huge, man. I had no clue bit how popular they were. Yeah. Yeah, like because I remember seeing them at theater in Texas, and I thought that next time they played, they'd be playing Midland, but they're playing fucking Sprint Center. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. Same thing as like uh, Black Keys and Flaming Lips have played there. Fucking like, that's re- like, Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we the people who come through town, like the big pop stars, that's yeah. where they play. Yeah, so it, I mean, I'm I might buy tickets to go see them. I do like Tammy Paul quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I imagine what their stage show looks like. When I saw them first time, it was like projections everywhere and shit. So. That's cool. So they might have a cool uh, stage production, but yeah, man. Um, if I were to rank it, my ranking goes: it's Lonerism at the top, right? And then and then Air Speaker. Currents in the Slur Rush, but to me, um, Currents and Slur Rush, kind of, almost the same. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I really like Currents. I really do. Um, but I feel like this one has, it hits more than Currents does. Okay. Because Currents to me it drags on a little at the end. Like, like I, I can see that. I sort of lose interest after at the second half. I gotcha. Um, this I one, think my thing. With... This one actually has to me it has separate parts. Yeah. So I think my thing with Currents and why I like it so much is you can almost kind of feel like. His excitement at exploring like oh, yeah. the synth stuff now, so it's like he's doing interesting things, but it might it's less refined than mm-hmm. this. Oh yeah, this like one... I feel like this is like I f- I fully understand and I'm comfortable with synths and electronic stuff now. Where that mm-hmm. one he didn't feel as comfortable, but 
he got a little weirder with it. Yeah. And you know me, I like my weird. Oh, yeah, you like your weird, you like your outside of shit. Yeah, I like my weird shit. So, uh, I'm sort of wondering, I I don't want to think ahead of this record, because it just came out. Yeah. But it's... Let some time pass. So, I wonder wonder where he's going to go after this. Uh, Yeah, I feel like he does a really good job... I mean, he only has four albums, yeah. but I would love if he just explored a sound for two albums apiece. Oh, yeah. You got your two psychedelic songs. You got your two <laughs> pop albums. Next, rap rock, right? Yeah, Although, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's bringing back new metal in a big way. <laughs> Man, how fucked up would that be? Tame Impala touring with Limp Bizkit, yeah. so, summer of 2023. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, so, uh, so there's been a revival of emo the past uh-huh. decade, and now it's sort of dying out. No, it's coming back. My Chemical Romance is back. I know. I've all, all those 30-year-olds that have money now thrown it their way. Um, <laughs> but I'm wondering if uh, if New Metal will have a revival. God, I hope not. God, I don't know, man. I feel like every nobody looks back at New Metal with reverence. Like Everyone's well, like, oh, man, I wish My Chemical Romance would come back. Nobody is like, what's Fred Durst <laughs> up to? <laughs> I think... I, I think um, I think they're the only way that new metal comes back, and it's the two bands that are most separated from it, mm-hmm. which is Deftones. They were clumped in that, but people still respect them. You know? Yeah, Deftones and uh, System of a Down are yeah. ones that like. Yeah, that's exactly the band I was going to say. But I don't think they were ever new metal. They were lumped in with that group because they were popular metal bands at the time that new metal was popular. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anyone sees them as that. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Mr. Bungle's also back, and they're technically the ones who created it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I sent you that link about Mr. Bungle, right? Was that something I sent you recently? Probably. Most Maybe. But yeah, Mr. Bungle, man. I remember when their first record came out. Uh-huh. I had a friend who was really into them. Um, it's a good album. Yeah. It's not a new metal album, but they have new metal elements on there. And do, do you think they ushered it in, maybe? What? Do you think they ushered in new metal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the new metal bands are like, oh, we really like Mr. Mr. Bungle. Bungle and they do this thing. Like, we're caught, we're aping Mr. Bungle for this song. And what makes you wonder how, uh, do, do, does Mr. Bungle uh, address this thing? I think they do. They're like, damn it. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I'm not to say that Dragula is not a good song. <laughs> you know? uh, Rob Zombie's got some bops. Yeah. And so does Manson. He's even got some shit doing. I've never actually sat down and listened to Manson, but. You've heard, you've heard. Uh, I've dug sweet. through the ditches and I've burned all the witches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Living Dead Girl. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, New Metal is something I wasn't into. I'm too young for that. Um, I was into it. Oh, you were? <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved Limp Bizkit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you were, you were uh, there's this Roller Coaster Universe Studios. Uh-huh. It's like Music Coaster or something like that. But you can choose what you're going to listen to, like whatever song is popular. And I picked Rolling by Limp Bizkit. Of course. You know, it's also the dude. You move in and you move out and you put it, your hands up and your hands down and you back up, back up. What you gonna do now? Yeah. And uh, gonna keep rolling. Yeah. So uh, we had picked other songs. They had like five or something, six songs from when that first coaster came out. And I, I, I love roller coasters, but I'm also kind of scared of them. Uh-huh. Uh So that was the one that calmed me the most. Is that <laughs> it was song? <laughs> yeah. Thanks I needed to, to calm down, so I put on Limp Bizkit. And, and then we got stuck in the, right before, like, we were coming back and we got stuck and, oh, and they're like, here's everyone, like, we got like a free pass to go to the front of the line of the next roller coaster we went on. I really want to hear Roland again. Let <laughs> me through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm doing this one. <laughs> no, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, this is not a new metal record. This nope. is, this Sorry, is a, we've been getting off on a lot this of is, Yeah, this is Tam Paula's The Slow Rush and I, quite like it it's a good album i mm-hmm. think tame impala once again just releases a fantastic album yeah. they've done just four great albums in a row yeah. 
and, required uh, listening. Oh I yeah, think. I, I think. What what record do you think made them the biggest? Was it Currents? Currents for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Currents is a big deal for a lot of people. Uh, it's not it, their best, but it's their second best. Yeah, and I think to a lot of people, it's what they wanted. You know, it's yeah. A, I think if you like Currents, you'll definitely like this one. Mm-hmm. If you like their older stuff, I feel like there's there's not a lot of people that are like. I like old Tame Impala, but I don't like this new stuff. It's like you're kind of along for the ride. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're a Tame Impala fan, you're gonna like this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I, I didn't think there are a lot of people that that look at Arizona Band and like they like him this time, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that that listen to Speaker didn't didn't try to get into Lonerism and couldn't because Lonerism half that's about electronic. Like yeah, yeah, like he's getting deep into that shit, and and I don't know if you like to get inside and sort of all that. Hoard of equipment he has. Oh, yeah, I've I've seen a couple. Uh, I think it was like the making of Inner Speaker. It was like a tour of his studio. And I'm like, I, I want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll spend a week here. You know, I'll just wake up and just start fucking with shit and plugging yeah. in wires and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're. I think you're right about Tim Paul when it comes to their fans. I feel like that he doesn't lose any. No, no. He's not doing anything too crazy like there's nothing like crazy outside of the box on this one it's like if you know and like Tame Impala you're probably gonna like this album mm-hmm. it's a good album mm-hmm. recommend checking it out so uh what else you got going on uh not a lot uh, <laughs> uh there's the cool bandana guys video game book club podcast that's we all kind of have life going on right yeah, now so, so it's, it's kind of hard it's, to get together it's on a bit of a hiatus okay. at the moment like Two of us are buying houses. One yeah. of us is going through school. Yeah. Everyone has big boy jobs. <laughs> yeah. um, I still have an album coming out uh, by my band Smell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's kind of in the the mixing, additive, mastering phase at this point. That should hopefully be coming out at some point. Okay. You'll know about it. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. And what about you? Um, I got to do a, a weekly podcast called Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. Uh, soon we hit up some Birds of Prey if that's something you're interested in. Um, uh, you guys do two movies and two, two newer ones. Newer ones. Uh, this month, February, has been kind of hard on my co-host who's starting a new job, so mm-hmm. he can't get out as much as he'd, like to, as he'd like to. So, But I know, and if I bother him enough, we'll start doing actually two theater movies. Nice. Because do, you're doing some like Netflix stuff now, yeah, right? Yeah, like stuff we missed in 2019 and... Uh, and, but we're doing at least one new movie, and then the next one we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, God. Sorry, man. I've heard decent things. Yeah, yeah, it's, I heard it's awful. But, um, th- yeah. Jim Carrey's big comeback. Dude, people really like him, but I saw that documentary on him. Oh, that, yeah, uh, Jim and Andy or whatever it was. What the fuck was that, dude? He's, he's out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's not like, oh, he's crazy. No, he's legit insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, whatever, Jim Carrey. Um, but I generally listen to your guys' podcasts to figure out if the movie's worth seeing or oh, not. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you don't, like, spoil anything, but it's oh, always, like... Oh, we used to, man. Like, like oh, yeah. our, our first 20 episodes, we just talked about all the plot points. And <laughs> and then we... I, I just want to say, say, hey, man, maybe I don't want to know about, like, everything in the movie. Maybe I just want to know if it's good. Yeah. So, like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but we do, we do talk about things, like, for example, if we're going to spoil something... We do give you a fair one. Oh, for sure. I've seen past spoilers before. Yeah, so, like, there are points in, like, for example, Star Wars movie, you gotta talk about all the way. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey, uh, we're gonna give you a review. Count to ten, we're gonna start talking all about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what the movie podcast is what I do every week, and it's 
it's something that uh, we've done for two over two years now. A lot of lot of yeah. uh, backlog episodes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of me and him just talking shit. <laughs> or talking. Uh, I say talking shit. No, just talking. What? And shooting the shit. Yeah, shooting the ball. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was um that was our first review episode of like a new record. Right? Yeah, there's there's definitely gonna be more of them. This year's looking pretty good for yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. We'll come in and do other ones. Maybe, probably ones that uh, we don't have. An affinity for this one just have to be a band that we both love. Oh yeah, but there's there's gonna be ones I'm bringing in. Oh yeah, sure, we'll t- we'll definitely talk about it. Um, there's gonna be side episodes from the themes. You can yeah. expect theme episodes to be happening. Yeah, the next theme episode is uh, I got a case of the sads. Yeah, a bad case of the sads. So we just bring our sad sack record in, and then we're gonna drink maybe scotch. I don't know. I don't know something sad. <laughs> yeah, something sad. Johnny Walker Red. Something yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm Chris. I'm Ryan. And uh, have a good night. It's been record night.